Hello and welcome to the podcast from Artists for Artists. Coming to you is an interview today with Zara Jane, fellow dancer and writer, who has quite the story and some really interesting insights to give. But if you're here for the very first time, this podcast is about taking you as an artist from where you are now to where you really want to go. And you're listening to voices from artists from across all industries, from all over the world, who are sharing their stories and their gold nuggets with us. I'm your host, Ula, also a dancer and speaker. And today I'm excited to share this interview with you with my friend Zara, who is a dancer. I know her as a dancer, but interestingly, she studied creative writing and is now both in her writing and her dancing career. And I always find it interesting to talk to multifaceted artists and seeing how they do it, what their stories are, and what they can share with us. So here we go. I hope you enjoy. From artists for artists. Okay, hello, Sarah. It's so exciting to be here with you today. Yay! I can't wait to hear all about your story about how you became an artist and your choices that you made and how they've kind of impacted you. So, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm getting busier, definitely with more gigs and opportunities coming up uh, in the second half of the year. So things are slowly picking back up, especially for the arts industry. So I've been busy, um, exhausted here and there, but in a way, it's a good, it's a good kind of busy. Cool. Yeah, I absolutely feel you. Things are finally getting busy, but also like over the top busy sometimes. But I think it's good, especially for us artists. Yeah. So I would love to know, I know you as a dancer, but I also know you write. And there's a lot of things to you that I don't know about. So I'm just really interested in hearing your story. And if you could just like tell us a little bit about how did you get into dancing? How did you get into writing? And maybe the two have a connection, maybe they don't, but just kind of to hear what you have to say. Cool. So with dancing, I started out with, you know, typical ballet as a little girl when I was five. And then I did ballet until I was 14. And then in between here and there, I did jazz classes for a while. Um, and then primary school, secondary, I didn't really like take too, too many classes, but I did ballet and jazz. And I only started doing proper hip hop classes when I was 18. Um, until before I had to leave from Melbourne, so maybe 18 to 20 or 21. And then when I was in Melbourne, then only I took proper uh, quote-unquote urban um, LA-style classes. And then from there as well, I did more salsa classes. So it was everything in between here and there. But I definitely... Um, learned a lot from YouTube, you know, typical, like back in the day, YouTube, music videos, movies, um, and all of that in between. So it was all these different experiences. Um, there was no Instagram or whatever back in the day. It was just, yeah, whatever it was, it was just YouTube. So that was my main inspiration. Uh, but I guess definitely for dancing and choreographing as well. I started in church also because we have a lot of events and um, productions. So that was when um, I learned how to chore- not just choreograph, but choreograph for stage because there's so many things that go um, in between or uh, behind the scenes. So like for everything from lighting to the sound to blocking and then entrance- entrances and exits um, and also costume and how to like put all of that 
on stage and just seeing everything as a big picture. And so I think that also inspired me to be more art like a more artistic director seeing all my friends and mentors because um, back in my previous church like a lot of my friends were also in the theater industry so they have a lot of experience with theater work so I definitely um, got inspired from all of that and I guess it helped me in my dance journey with who I am today and what and all the exercises and all the behind the scenes that I've learned uh, so that really helped um, not just like with the choreography but also just helping to build dancers up and just helping them with their own character development whether it's on stage whether it's for camera so that has been my whole dance journey wow what a journey that sounds so interesting and so like full because yeah absolutely for stage you need more than just a dance performance than just a dance choreography there's just so much more to it now i know that your writing journey is a little bit different to your dance journey so can you tell us a little more about that? So writing, writing was kind of random because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, I, I wasn't really like um, into writing when I was younger, but I knew um, in school I used to write on exam papers. <laughs> so like my friends would know sometimes if I had extra time, um, if I was like, okay, like I finished my paper like earlier and then I would just like write random stories and I was like okay I just use my time wisely or yeah just randomly write here and there in between classes um yeah it was super super random but I think um because of that a lot of friends have said oh like maybe you should try writing and I said okay like I kind of sort of um fell in love with it as well so that and then it started um building up from there so I wrote more stories or uh, was inspired by more um, articles or just you know but in Malaysia also it's a bit more um, constricted because like we've only learned just so much of this type of writing there's a specific type of writing let's say journalistic type of writing or this kind of style or there's a very specific type even like bookstores in Malaysia it's very what's the word I guess not just not as broad as what and when I've been like overseas or just even just little cute little vintage shops or secondhand bookstores or lit, more literary bookstores or publications um, I was never really exposed to that so in school as well it was just like you know typical literature like Shakespeare here and there and lo a lot of local material which is fine which is great to know like your own local um, writers poets and artists um, to just even know the history and culture of your own local um, culture uh, so yeah and then I guess because of that I just fell I somehow just fell into writing so I chose to do a diploma in mass communication um, at IECT because actually mainly because of the writing um, aspect of it I didn't I didn't really like see much of the other like <laughs> subjects but I knew like I wanted to get more into writing but I didn't want to also just specifically journalism because they're also very very different and then also from there I've learned so much more about media even though like mass comm wasn't really my thing or I didn't really know what I was kind of sort of doing but I knew I wanted to do like to venture into writing as well so I was like okay let's just try everything it's kind of like taking a levels and you're just like just going with it you're like okay let's just do it just because but I guess it helps me broaden my 
perspective on media because my course pretty much covered everything from PR to um, like broadcasting, journalism, and everything in between. So I've learned, um, yeah, so many other subjects like photography, videography, editing, um, and all the softwares like Adobe After Effects, Illustrator. So it really helped me with um, other, yeah, just other skills yeah so and then but I did do a lot of feature writing and more writing subjects and because our last semester we got to choose a bit more um, specific subjects so I definitely went more into like feature writing uh, but MassCom was definitely um, as a whole it's it's a lot of different subjects but um, yeah again it's my decision to study those things and then after that I chose the degree um, in Melbourne so I did a Bachelor of Arts, Creative Writing, and it's very specific to uh, my four majors were poetry, screenwriting, nonfiction, and fiction writing. So that was a whole different, yeah, a whole different set of writing, which I really, really enjoyed and really fell in love with because um, especially going to Melbourne, I really was exposed. I was really exposed to so many different types of writing and experimental writing, experimental essays. And their writing style is very different as well. So, and even their literature, like Australian literature, and that really helped me own my skills in writing. Wow, that is really interesting. I never really knew what went into becoming a writer. And that kind of brings me to my main question. And that is, I'm really interested to know, why did you study writing why did you decide to go into writing and not into dance specifically because right now I see you mainly dancing and I know you as a dancer and you're an amazing dancer and so I'm thinking what made you decide back then to study writing and go down the path of writing rather than go full-time full-on into dance I knew that that course would really help me in my writing skills and I knew I wanted to uh, brush up on my writing skills and even just didn't just going to Australia helped me understand more different ways of writing and different um, exercises to help me in my writing skills as well um, but in terms of dance and why I didn't really choose dance at first or to do even a dance degree was because I I wanted to do something more and I wanted to be something and it sounds so weird and like cliche but I wanted to be something more like I just didn't want to just be oh like Zara the dancer or Zara just dance as a whole do you know what I mean like so I wanted to explore different subjects I wanted to uh, explore different careers but it's still in the arts field but I guess different routes and I guess it helped me in my journey of who I am today and what I've been doing because I've been so exposed to different uh, parts of the arts industry so yeah and my my family didn't force me to like not you know pursue dance or anything but my family was still very supportive so I had the option of taking something shorter and uh, cheaper compared to something longer but definitely more beneficial and it was something that I really wanted it was the only course and only uni that I really wanted to go to because I completely fell in love with the, the program outline and yeah I didn't apply to any other uni I didn't apply to any other course I was like I want that one I want to get that one I was like I was literally praying like okay that's my only one and only option let's just go for it uh so yeah and then I got in so before um, leaving from Melbourne, I remember asking my mom, like, what do you think? Like, 
what should I do or which option should I go for? And she said, as long as it benefits you, don't worry about the money, don't worry about anything else, but as long as you know that it will help you in the future and it will benefit you. So I was like, okay, done. Like, I'm going to take that three-year degree and... Yeah, that has been my journey so far. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is definitely a very interesting journey and a very insightful journey, I feel like, that you have all of these insights from all of these different parts of you, whereas they all, I mean, they all join together back into the arts, but they're all, as you said, they're kind of different paths mm. that you can take. Right, and I'm wondering, do you feel like your writing and your dance come together at any point? Like, do they inter- interlock? No, not, not interlock. Intersect. Um, intersect or... <laughs> Um, are they like completely two different paths that can only be walked separately? Yeah, um, definitely. When people ask me or they um, they find out that I did writing as a degree, and then they're like, "Oh, but you're dancing!" And then so they have this like weird look and are like, "Wait, they're confused for a bit." But I guess I pretty much have the best of both worlds because writing again is something that you create just with words you allow the reader to go through this whole world this whole journey with just words and you can pretty much color and and, um, paint a picture of whatever it is you want them to feel want them to imagine Uh, but with dancing it's something completely the opposite where there are no words involved it's just movement and feeling and facial expressions and everything else except for words so they are separate, but they're also together because even in my final, uh, my final semester in uni, I got to do a project where I combined dance and writing. So I performed a poetry piece, but that was with an audio, and I also danced it out in real life. So I combined them both. It was really, it was really cool because it was for Emerging Writers Festival in Melbourne, and that was really interesting because it added a little bit more for the festival. It wasn't just, you know, people going up to read their pieces or whatever, but it was also another aspect of arts and seeing how writing and dancing go together. So now in my journey, they are separate because I do different things with them. So now I'm teaching classes, I'm also choreographing, but also I'm writing free, um, for freelance for articles or even just my own uh, book that I'm about to publish. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's definitely, it's separate for now, but I also see them together because again, they're, they represent two different um, passions that I love and they also merge in some weird way to me. So yeah. So interesting that you say that they're like two separate passions, but they merge into you being you basically. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, what do you think about the thought that you know we're all here to serve like a purpose or we're all here to do once you find your passion that everything's going to go well or you know all of these cliches and they all to me they all sound like you're only destined to do one thing but you can have multiple passions as I can see in you how do you kind of connect those you know what community says and what you feel I think that's a really interesting question because again we're at that age where everyone's pretty much looking for something or they're pretty much like finding their own identity or purpose or they have no idea what they're doing or they're doing a job that they don't like or they're confused or they're doing something that they love but not getting there yet so I think it's really interesting and also you have that pressure from your family pressure from friends or just even your own self you know like trying to you really want to get there but you're not there yet do you know what I mean so um, I guess 
what I would tell people is that it again it depends on your own journey because everyone is on their own journey and it's completely fine to have just one passion and it's completely fine to just have multiple passions and how to use that um, either as a career or even just like a project a passion project you know so again it, it depends on your priorities and values in life what do you really want what are you um, looking for but again I think it's it's completely fine to still still search for whatever you want to do um, because again there's just so many things to explore and now that with you know MCO or RMCO there's just so many different areas that you can explore in and you can just try different things and I think trying is the best way because you may or may not like it and as long as you try it because you're like okay maybe I, I really like this passion and you really want to venture into it great and you can invest in it as well but if you don't like it and you're like okay as long as I tried but I think again it depends on the individual and where you are in life and uh, let's say like you're still studying, then why are you studying? What are you studying? Is it because of your family or is it because you have no idea what you want to do or is it because that is really what you want to study? But again, like when you study something and you have a degree or whatever it is, you may not necessarily go that path because again, you will end up meeting different people and having different experiences. Even for me, like when, why I chose to not pursue dance as a, a diploma or degree or whatsoever is because for me, I preferred experiences. So, and I know I could pick up different uh, styles and experiences from different, uh, whether it's dance camps or workshops or going overseas or training uh, with other people. So I felt like I needed to, I guess, build my writing skills because I didn't really have any foundation in, with writing but I already had a dance background I already had dance experiences so I, I knew I wanted to build that later which again has pros and cons because now I'm starting I guess my career started a bit later than friends other friends that I have in the industry but again it was all my decision I and I don't regret it so yeah yeah I mean life is organic and we can't really foresee what happens in the future and everyone's life is so different and mm. I think that's just a part of it um, so when you talk about how you, you know, you studied it, you got a good foundation in creative writing, you also had a good foundation um, throughout your life in dance because you did ballet and all of those things. What do you feel is like, as an artist, when you're studying it, when you're getting the grips of the theoretical parts of it, the actual skills parts of it, like you have a clear path. Okay, I'm studying to become an artist. Yeah. But what changes as soon as you graduate or as soon as you go out and you step into the actual art world, you know? You go from being a student to producing your own art. What changes? What happens? What happened for you? I think it's not even after you graduate. It's even during because I did... Uh, study something that I loved which was creative writing but it made me hate it sometimes because it was again like I was being graded for it you know so and I knew like I had to put so much more into it and and sometimes doing something that you love is harder because you are harder on yourself because you chose to study this you chose to take this path and then let's say you don't get a specific grade or, or whether whether you're not um 
there yet or you just you're really struggling in your art, your own art form even while studying it so that can be really frustrating as well I've gotten I think even in the middle of my semesters I or my year I was just so not just fed up but I was just so stuck with it and I was just so like oh frustrated because I was either having creative block or I didn't like it anymore but at the same time you know it's just that um, whole struggle of doing what you love so it was during when I studied but also after and finding your own path after that in where you want to go but for me I took a gap year like a whole gap year to just travel i did um five months solo backpacking in europe so i pretty much said like okay bye adulthood and like you know just did whatever i wanted to do yeah because again with asian culture it's just like you study 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 and then you just work and then straight after that it's like family kids get married and that whole shebang you know like typical way of doing things but when i when i went traveling i i met so many different people that just pretty much just drop everything whether after studies or even during their work and they're like nah like i'm just gonna chill and enjoy life and see the world travel the world explore the world and get experiences from it so i've learned to also ease up on my own life through that yeah like meeting different people with different experiences but also going through that same experience of traveling by yourself or doing things on your own and just have no idea where you're going or what you're doing but just enjoying the present moment and enjoying whatever that you've experienced like right here and right now but yeah again like it was just it was pretty tough because i I didn't know what exactly I wanted to do, especially after coming back home for for good, whether it was what I want to do with writing, what exactly I want to do with dance. I was like, hmm, should I teach at studios? Like, where should I start? I think that's the main question is like, okay, I've got this degree of, you know, done done with that studying life. Now it's into the working world. But for arts, it's pretty much yeah you are, <laughs> you fend for yourself you know and i think a lot of people don't understand that or don't recognize that you do have to take those extra steps like no one becomes famous overnight no one becomes an influencer overnight you know and all these experiences um they come with sacrifice and time a lot of time and i think you just have to be patient with yourself for me i was really blessed to come back and also um have a lot of friends and connections definitely connections was um and, and still so important and just networking with specific people going uh for events even so even though sometimes i'm like eh i'm pretty like tired of it or like eh i just rather stay home and chill but no like sometimes you have to sometimes you have to meet these people sometimes you have to go for events that you don't want to go for or get yourself out there or market yourself even though like it's just weird and uh, and it's just especially you know marketing yourself it's like the weirdest thing ever because you pretty much have to sell yourself uh but that's the arts you are the product you know you're and whatever that you uh want to sell i guess to the world and you just really have to put yourself out there so definitely it was tough and it it, it has been tough you know because i see so many different friends and so many different people who are younger than I am or who have started earlier than I did uh because I never really put myself out there in the dance industry I was always a bit more reserved and I knew like I I had my own dance journey and I I I did start dance very early on but I never like you know went for competitions I never had a dance crew I never 
really ventured it ventured out into it because I was always focused on studies I was focused on other uh, passions that I wanted to pursue but again it comes with the sacrifice of knowing that hey you know my journey might start later than others and and that's fine and I have to be, be be very patient with that and also very humble you know everyone's on their own journey so yeah that was how I started and where I am now yeah I mean I love that you said that and it's basically like you're this really multifaceted artist and sometimes it makes it a bit more difficult for people who do multiple things because you want to do all of them well right it's not like I'm going to do a little bit of writing I'm going to do a little bit of dancing no I'm going to do writing full out I'm going to do dancing full out and I'm going to find a way to fulfill both parts of myself as they as though they were 100% of yourself. Yeah. But then there's limited time and, you know, we need to sleep too. So, <laughs> yeah, I know I absolutely get that. Um, I wonder, how did you get over that? How did you get into the position you're in now where you can just say, you know what, my dance journey started later and that's okay and I'm happy with that and... I feel like with artists, what happens a lot, it's very easy to compare ourselves to others. Like you said, when you see your friends going into the industry uh, maybe more quickly or earlier or more successfully or what, whatever, you know, everyone's different. But how, can, how did you get from the point of comparing yourself and maybe, I don't know, feeling down about it to the place you are now? Yeah, honestly, it was tough because there was a time where, and this was like way before MCO, but there was a time where I think I just had a breakdown and it was just everything that piled up together and I also was really hard on myself I was like oh like damn why didn't I start earlier oh man I, I could have done this or that before and it's it's normal it's normal to compare yourself and it's normal to feel like oh I'm not where I should be at that specific point I'm not getting to where I want to be but I guess I've really just learned to stay in my own lane I think that just uh such a typical thing to say but it is what it is and you know you should always be blessed to be where you are because again like I guess that was the preparation and all those years that I've been behind the scenes or whatever it was um, growing up it has prepared me to where I am today you know I could have done things earlier I could have done things better or I could have been super famous or whatever but if I were to do that then I don't know if I would be able to handle all that, you know. So again, it's it's timing. It's your own season. Like, would I be um, the person I am today? Would I still be humble? Would I still grow in my uh, my own art form? Would I still be passionate about it? You know, because people um, have done it for so long. If you've done it earlier, you've done it for so long, and then you get drained or you get burnt out. And then, but now I'm 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 so creatively charged that I'm just so ready to do so many things and so many projects. So, yeah, it was hard, and it will always be hard because you'll always have those moments. But I guess I just really took the time to just reflect on myself and really stayed authentic. And I think also your support system is so so vital because. The people around me were so supportive in a sense where, you know what, Zara, just just stay you, just stay authentic and be who you really are and stay authentic, stay humble. And again, like, because I bring something different to the industry, whether it's writing or dancing, and because I have so many different experiences. And again, like, everyone adds different things. You know, it's like, um, it's pretty much like a huge puzzle piece. 
you know, especially as artists, like we have different, we add different aspects and different parts and different flavors and styles to the industry, whether it's with painting, photography, writing, whatever it is, dance and everything else in between. So again, we all make up this huge whole family of arts and entertainment and how do we progress from there so yeah and just a whole lot of self-reflection self-love self-care prayer meditation definitely just keep myself in check uh, that's a lot of things yeah but i i absolutely get you it just takes um especially a lot of inward looking and mm-hmm. going back to the roots and going back to who am I really and who do I want to be and who do I want yeah. to become, you know, and what kind of artist do I want to be? So I think uh, that's, really, that's really interesting and really deep. As a last question, I'd like to ask you um, if you had like one piece of advice based on your journey so far. I mean, everyone has a different journey, as you said. If you had like the one most important thing that you want to give young artists, especially um, artists that might just be starting out or might be thinking about studying or might have just studied it or or have just started, um, what would your piece of advice be? Cool. So I mean, I could go on and on. Um, I'm that kind of person that I would just love to have a coffee with you and just talk and talk and talk. But I guess, again, no who you really are and what you really want. And sometimes, you know, your family's opinions or friends or even the media and whatsoever that can influence you and and that's fine. But I think you just really have to know for yourself what do you really want and whether you can do it or not, whether financially or through your parents' Uh, approval because again like if you're um, living under your parents roof or you have um, then I guess you still have to respect your family and still respect your parents but and at the end of the day you should still explore and do the best that you can if your family's really against it then maybe yeah maybe try passion projects or meet with different people or go behind the scenes uh, with um, artists or people in the industry that you really really want to get to know and and look behind the scenes because sometimes actually not sometimes all the time we see what's out there the the final product and we see oh man I want to get there oh I want to do that I want to be that but we don't see the process we don't see the battles and the struggles and the hardships and yeah it's tough especially financially it is real thing financial um, issues are you okay with earning this this amount of salary you know are you okay with that or do you want to do something a bit more uh, you know out there or whether or not it's up to you or your family uh, yeah again like are you okay with this route are you okay with um, not being famous yet or not being seen not being heard are you okay with that because again like that is that whole process that whole journey is a complete testing time to be like okay am i really uh ready for this (laughs) but yeah yeah again i can go on and on but yeah i guess these these are things that really on my heart and what i want people to uh, remind themselves of Okay, wow, thank you. So we had not just one piece of advice, but there were a lot of things in there. But one thing that I picked up from you um, is to really have passion projects. And I love that word, passion projects. It's, it's just really cool that you can like find a few things for yourself that you really enjoy to do. 
And especially as artists, sometimes, especially if we have different art forms that we're interested in, um, it's easier to have passion projects rather than to say, I have to be a full-time writer, I have to be a full-time dancer, I have to be a full-time this too. It's just not always possible. But what if we just had a full-time one or two things and then a passion project? So I like that. I like that idea. Very nice. All right. So to end this, I will put all of the links so you can find Zara's Instagram and all of her accounts. So if you want to follow her and find out what she does, her dancing is awesome. So you can go check that out on her Instagram. Um, And I will add all the links in the show notes. And yeah, I would just want to say thank you so much, Zara, for being here today. It was so cool. It's just really nice to talk to fellow artists and see how every single person truly has a different journey and that there's no right or wrong yeah everyone is different so that's really cool yeah with that from my side i'd like to say goodbye and thank you for having me ula thank you and goodbye from artists